Hello, my lovely listeners. I'm Dr. Mary Barson. And I'm Dr. Lucy Burns. Welcome to this episode of Real Health and Weight Loss. Hello, gorgeous ones. Dr. Lucy Burns here again. I don't have my partner in crime, Mary, because this morning I am interviewing a most favorite person of mine. Many of you will know her in the low-carb world. She is a health coach, a low-carb expert, but way more than that, she dives into our favorite topic of mindset. So this morning, I would love to welcome to the podcast, Tracy McBeath. Hi, Trace. How are you? I am fabulous. Thank you, Lucy. What a lovely introduction. It's just so good to be here. Well, it's wonderful to have you. What I'd like to start with for the listeners who may have been living under a rock and don't know of you, tell us how you found low carb and your journey to becoming a health coach and what even a health coach is. Okay, so my journey to low carb began nearly eight years ago. So I was 40 and everything I was doing, which I thought was right, started to not work for me. I had had my fourth child and I wasn't able to lose the weight. But the funny thing was I was a personal trainer too, so I was still doing plenty of exercise and still eating, you know, the guidelines. I I honestly didn't eat a whole lot of processed food. It was just pretty much, you know, cereals and grains and a whole lot of sandwiches and things like that and pasta and rice. And, yeah, I I think... (sighs) Actually, it started with David Gillespie. Um, He had a book called Sweet Poison come out and uh, it was gifted to me through a client, actually, a personal training client. And when I first sort of saw it, I sort of had a whole lot of, eh, you know, we need sugar for exercise. I'm a personal trainer. I need to exercise and make sure I have a whole lot of, you know, carbohydrates and sugars. And so I kind of didn't pay too much attention to that for a little while. But, um, of course, then I started to, you know, I guess I really started to pay attention to the fact that I was super tired all the time. And, yes, I did have children and that comes with the territory. But you know the difference, don't you? You know, between a real, it's like a just that real hungover tiredness as opposed to being tired because you have children. It's the 3 p.m. tired is really what it is. And that was like that all day. Yes. Mm. So, and then I did get um, some bloods done that um, my doctor kind of said, oh, look, you know, you've got signs of fatty liver and your insulin is, or your HbA1c, because I was lucky enough to kind of go to a doctor that had a bit of knowledge about this stuff back then. And I think my HbA, I can't remember, but it was like in the high fives. And, uh, you know, it was kind of enough for me to go, okay, there's something missing here. What am I doing wrong? And um, my husband and I, Basically, yeah, I started down the path. I started with David's book, read it, had a huge shock as to what I was feeding myself and my children, you know, made a whole lot of changes over 18 months and then realised that, you know, it wasn't enough. Like it it sort of got us to a point because I, I didn't really take out the carbs. It was more just the added sugar. and Yeah, you know, so taking out the fructose component. Yes. Yes. So I substituted, I got into baking, I started substituting, you know, and using dextrose instead of sugar and all this stuff. It helped a little bit, but 
you know, didn't really help enough. And yeah. And then the next person was Prof Noakes. I kind of, I think my, maybe my husband found him. I'm not sure, but you know, he was really the one that completely converted me to the, to the whole amazing world that is low carb and metabolic health and understanding all of that. And so that was kind of happening as I, I did have another child. So I am crazy and had have five children, <laughs> not the plan, as I say, but um, life happens. And um, yeah, I sort of was being told, you know, you have to tell your clients to eat the dietary guidelines and they have to eat low fat. They have to fuel, they have to eat six times a day, all this stuff that I had once believed, but now didn't believe in. And I knew wasn't working for me and wasn't working for many of my clients. So I was stuck in that hole quandary of I, I have to tell these people this stuff so you know that was kind of uh there's something else I should be doing I can be doing to help a little bit more so that's when I started looking into the path of health coaching and that was very interesting because there wasn't a lot around here at that time and I didn't want to pay I couldn't afford to pay 10 grand to do one out of the US or anything like that so um I, I eventually found the real mill revolution which was, um, yeah, an arm of Prof Noakes, which was good enough for me. And um, I did the Banting Coaches course. And that would be five years ago now. And I haven't stopped learning. I haven't stopped evolving with my clients, seeing new things, just seeing how being a health coach is, to me, the best job in the world because I get to point people back to the direction of their health, which is, you know, something that everybody can do. It's a wonderful job because I don't have to actually have to have all the answers, but, uh, you know, between the way we I work with my clients, I point them to a direction where they can find the answers for themselves and go off on a path of let's just stop obsessing so much about what we eat, about dieting, about restricting, and let's go and live our life. Yeah. And I think, I mean, you've just hit the nail on the head there with that dieting, restricting. It is very action-based and... I know that we have similar philosophies in using the cognitive behavioral theory as a mode for change and that when you can change your thoughts and feelings, then the action is much easier. But it is so much simpler for experts, I'm using my famous air quotes, I know you can't see them, to just prescribe actions without then understanding what people need to do in order to have those actions so is that with your health coaching business is that what you how you approach it it definitely is now but it didn't start out that way and I think that's because that's not taught you know I I think not dissing any health coaching courses out there I think they definitely do their best but they are very action-based and technique-based and do this to get that and I certainly have seen that that doesn't work necessarily um so, you know, it was kind of a, again, this mirroring of working with clients and sort of going on my own journey to see that there were certainly some aspects in, in my own life that I had been a little scared to address. Low carb had really helped with my health and with my weight, yet, you know, I, I still ate when I was stressed. Um, I still ate my emotions. I still drank every night. And I kind of put that in a, I don't know, I don't know what I told myself. It was just all part of the package of being a mum and I think we can convince ourselves of anything, right? Oh, absolutely. And my favourite saying is our 
our brain gives us very reasonable options. Mm-hmm. I love it. Gives us, it, does. it doesn't. It's not telling you, you know, crazy things. It gives you things that you can kind of go, yeah, that sounds reasonable. It is reasonable. It's reasonable that I'm tired and it's reasonable that I'm stressed raising all these children and it's very reasonable that I would have two or three glasses of wine a night because that's re- I'm not I'm not drinking a cask. I'm being reasonable. And, it yeah, it's funny, isn't it, the stories? It is funny. And, you know, I remember having discussions with my husband, you know, he might say to me, oh, you know, Tracy, do you really want to have that every night? And I'm just like, what do you mean? Of course I do, you know, and who do you think you are to tell me that I shouldn't have it, you know, like just very interesting. It was just the world happens in an amazing way and as I was being faced with, you know, clients who technique wasn't working, had very similar issues to what I was having, I'm like, you know what, it's okay to be scared. We have to look into the hard places sometimes because there's some amazing answers to be found there. And what I ended up doing is I, I found this sort of whole mind comes from me through um, something called the three principles. I found a lady that led me to a lady in a group and, you know, another path that I sort of delved into. And it is all about understanding how we are driven by our thinking. So, you know, it does absolutely, it creates that feeling, but that comes from a thought and it comes from within, you know, we tend to think it it comes from outside of us, right? That somebody puts that in us, but it doesn't, it comes from within us. So then change then looks very much like we have to address that to naturally change our behavior. And I'm learning this and I'm going through this. So I sat down with my clients over Zoom. (laughs) (laughs) I just said, look, I've come across something that I have found pretty amazing and it's really showing me something very different. You know, would you be interested in learning it too? And of course, you know, I said, I'm not going to charge you, but I just would love to share it with you because if I share, I learn. Plus, I'm just curious. And of course, they were all, yes, 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 yes. And they're ladies that really probably a group of about maybe 15 ladies that have been in my world now for about three years and we just because of this coming together and this understanding of how we work as human beings and how it's changed my life personally and professionally has been huge, huge because I've just learnt how it works. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, it's funny, I was having a little read on the weekend of The Age and there was an expose in there on Michelle Bridges. And, you know, we all know Michelle Bridges, very famous trainer, worked on The Biggest Loser and has built a very profitable business slash empire. Now, her techniques are very action or technique based. They're really all about do this, eat this meal. And in fact, her whole persona was, and she talked about this in the in the article, the article talked about it, that it was really her her persona was very much the taskmaster. She was going to whip you into shape and really, you know, she was your external accountability person. And basically, you know, it was almost this beat you into submission sort of genre. Yeah. And I think what we're recognising now, I mean, you know, th- that was 10 years ago, that in 2021, We can't beat humans into submission. It doesn't work. You know, we need compassion, we need understanding, and we need to show it to ourselves and understand why there are things we want to achieve and we can't do it. It's not because we're lazy. It's not because we're hopeless. There is stories. 
and they're causing a block for whatever reason and it's unpacking that story. And I know that that's very much how you work. Mm, Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I think anyone can do the technique stuff, you know, and I, I think it's attractive because people think that's what they need. You know, I offer a, like a free 30-minute session before I take on a client because I very much like to make sure they understand what they're in for if they come to me. You know, it's definitely not a quick fix. It's definitely not a I'm going to tell you what to do and I'm not your accountability buddy. I'm your coach, but I'm going to show you where you can look to find endless accountability and I'm going to show you where to look to see beyond the things that are blocking for you that are look like obstacles that look concrete and you know it's funny because some people that's fine they want that and they're ready for that because they have tried techniques over and over and over and over again and they're now 50 or in their mid 50s they've been hungry they've been deprived their whole life they feel hopeless they just don't know you know there's nowhere else to go Uh, but then others are like oh no that's okay you know I really and I'm like no, you know, wish you all the best. I absolutely have no problem with that. But, I, you know, that was, I think, in terms of my coaching, that has definitely changed because in the beginning I would have said, oh, no, I can give you that. You can text me anytime. I will give you the techniques. I'll do the meal plan. I'll do, you know, blah, 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 blah. But, you know, I've definitely, I don't do that now because I've just seen there's something far more effective and far more life-changing to do. Absolutely, because in, instead of um, you doing it all for them, where you end up effectively disempowering people, which is what all these, you know, we call it diet culture, disempowers you, you're empowering people to be able to trust their gut, go with their purpose, and it doesn't have to be perfect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, um, Trace, one of your other immense talents is that you are... <laughs> an incredible collaborator and connector. You really get people and you have this amazing ability to bring people together. So as part of that, you have created a summit. And what I would love is if you could talk to our listeners and just explain what it is, who it's for, what happens and how it came about. Okay. So just on that collaborator, so (laughs) I think I think everyone has amazing gifts and I think we naturally are drawn to do the ones we like that feel good. But I definitely think that that, you know, resilience and connection is possible with everybody. And I never used to be like this. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, I was filled with a whole lot of thinking around um, protecting my patch, keeping things, you know, how I could see, where I could see them, where I could manage them because that was comfortable for me. So I guess it's a whole part of this whole growth that I've seen that that's actually, you know, a misunderstanding and um, it's not real and it's stuff I don't have to pay attention to. And the summit is, um, that was actually born from a chat I had with you, Lucy, on my podcast. So that was probably what, well, beginning of last year-ish or towards the end of the year before, 2019? Yeah, 28, 20, I don't know. COVID just, it's like that we're all confused. We're all time confused. 
Let's go two years ago. We'll go two years ago. I reckon okay. it was about then. <laughs> and we were having a chat and you were saying, oh, you know, talking about all your amazing things. And I, you know, of course, was just resonating with so much of what you said. And and I don't even know that we talked about this on mic. It might have been off. But, you know, we we're having the discussion about how in the space, the low carb space, there is a and generally in the medical community at large, it is very male dominated. And I think, you know, maybe we'd just been to a conference and, you know, it was mostly men telling women what to do. And we had that whole, you know, there is so much women in the space have to offer. And really, women's health is actually fundamentally so different on many levels. I laugh, (laughs) Um, (laughs) you know, Dr. Jackie Montefiore's talk in the summit last year, you know, she says, you know, we we are very different. We're not just men without a penis. I mean, fundamentally, (laughs) we are very different and um absolutely yeah i think we we were having that chat and i didn't think anything of it just yeah great nice that's not me you know i would never you know because i certainly wouldn't organize a face-to-face one i don't think COVID had happened then um and then yeah as things happen you know i think it it just kind of sort of occurred to me that maybe we could do some sort of a virtual one because you know i'd started a podcast it's been going for about three years now and I, I'd started that really to connect with people in, in the space and, and to meet people and I just kind of sent an email out and said, what would you think if we did a, a women's health summit in the low-carb space? It was, you know, at last year it was only women that did talk. Would you be keen? Yes, 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 yes. Everyone, it was, you know, very, very, there was lots of enthusiasm for it and it went really, really well. I think... You know, did I know how to do something like that? Absolutely not. But if I'd have f- focused on that, I would never have done it. I think it's, you know, we get these amazing eyes, ideas that come through us and like our brain does, it talks us out of it. And, um, you know, I've learned to kind of not do that anymore just to see what comes up and see how I can make it happen or see how it will work. And when you let go of particularly that perfection stuff, that it had to look a certain way, it had to look like some amazingly professional. Mm, Studio produced. Yes, which I was never going to be able to do because I'm one person with very limited technical ability, but all I have is a passion for giving people possibilities, giving people hope, showing people there are other ways. And creating communities where, you know, the more we are cohesive and the more we help each other, the more people ultimately do get helped. So, yeah, it was amazing last year and I've told you it was pretty, yeah, I was after, I was just, that was a one-off. I'm not doing that again. (laughs) You were pretty... It's funny. I'm. I've got a wristband that somebody gave me. It was just a random, and it's got a little message on it. And the message says, "She believes she could, so she did." Yeah, that's you. That was you, darling. That's it. You know, like, but we go. We believe we could. Ah, oh, but only if I have this, or only if I look like that, or only if I could do that, or only if I have that much. You know, like, blah. <laughs> you know, we got to start putting full stops in, and that's what I did. You know. I know that who I am is who I am, just like who we all are. We all deserve to be here. We all have amazing gifts. And actually, we've got that inbuilt within us. And when we can stop paying too much attention to this habitual brain junk telling us that we can't do things, that we're not good enough, that we can only show up if we look like this or 
if we let all that go, then life just happens through us and things happen as they should happen. Now, did I get feedback that it wasn't 100% perfect? Actually, no, I didn't. I did only get a couple of comments that, oh, maybe the sound, you know, because the individual presenters record their own and I just collate it. And sometimes the sound is different. But, you know, you can't please everybody, right? So I know in my heart I did the best I could. And for the people that wanted to see it and wanted to learn from it, it was, they loved it. Well, I think um, the expectation is that, you know, we could we could produce a studio quality fully curated, perfectly edited piece. But I don't know if you know how much films cost. It's like millions. So we have to take away all of that because, you know, what you do then if you set yourself up to that standard is it means you deny people access to the information because it's really the information that we want, not whether the studio is pretty or not or not whether we're all wearing some fancy outfits. It's the information and the way each person can deliver that information will resonate differently with different people. So that's what you've done. You've provided this wonderful, you know, like a a venue, except that it's a virtual venue, for people to be able to share their information and other people to be able to receive it in a really economical fashion that therefore allows information. There's no discrimination, you know, based on, on wealth. Absolutely. And that's really important to me because I think there is so many things in society that are only available to people that have enough money and knowledge shouldn't be one of them. And I mean, there is in the internet that most people have access to, but we know that that's just full of everything. And how do you decipher what works for you through that? So obviously I believe in the people that are a part of the summit. Do I believe and agree with everything they say? No. But do we have to? Part of my speech in the talk, speech, <laughs> talk in the summit will be, you know, to kind of set the scene, to kind of talk about there will be people in here that may disagree with you or that may say opposing things, but that's okay because that is what life is all about. But what your job is, is to try and show up with nothing on your mind so that you can learn something new. It's like when you go and try something on in, you know, a new dress, you know, you'll try it on. But ultimately, the person who decides what works for you is you, you know. So that's a really important part of what I'd love people to get that, um, you know, nobody's telling you what to do, you know. And that's why it's interesting there's a coach, you know, some people won't hire a coach because they're too afraid of being told what to do. Well, nobody's going to tell you what to do anywhere. You know, you are responsible for yourself and it's up to you what what you do and what choices that you make. And I think the really interesting thing, particularly if you hear somebody that that challenges something that you believed, and this was interesting when you mentioned the, the David Gillespie book, the first time I read that, he mentioned that exercise is not useful for weight loss. And I just thought, oh, what a load of rubbish. What planet are you on, mate? You know, and I just... I just thought it was bollocks because, you know, all my life I had done diet and exercise. So here's this, and I'm going, in my head, I'm going, what would you know? You're a lawyer. You don't know anything, rah, 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 rah. So, again, my own, you know, beliefs and cognitive biases coming in, dismissing him, and then because he didn't agree with me, in my head I've personalised it, you know, you're a lawyer, what would you know, blah, 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 blah. And now I recognise that that's how we often approach things that are different 
to what we believe, they challenge our belief as we then can go on the attack. So I often say sometimes you need to hear it a number of times from a number of sources to you actually are able to take it on board. Absolutely. And I think that's the normal human response. Like, you know, learning that's actually really freeing because you can stop being so tricked by it. It's almost like, you know, when you pay attention to that, you're kind of, you're in these blinkers and you're just being driven down this path instead of saying, oh, well, of course, that's that's going to butt up against my, you know, belief system. But that's okay. It doesn't mean I have to change my beliefs, but at least I know where it's coming from and I can be open and I can expand. And maybe, maybe there's something in that. Do I need to personalize it? What he thinks you know, that stuff, mm. you know, that's fascinating, right? How we, Isn't it? Like, yeah. like, oh, he's a lawyer. I'm not going to pay yeah, attention what he to know? what he says. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I find all that fascinating. But I think that trips a lot of people up. I think, you know, that stops people evolving and seeing new things, especially around nutrition, because so many people think it's so black and white. And they think that what they do and what works for them is the only way to do it. And it's kind of like, well, no, you see it that way because that's your view and that's okay but you do know that doesn't make it right just because that's the way you see it you know there's many ways to see it absolutely the lens of which you look through now um darling when is this fantastic summit oh of which i am going to point out both dr mary and myself are speaking so we're very (laughs) excited about it too but um can you tell the listeners our listeners when it is and how they access it and the price and all of those lovely incidentals absolutely and yes so grateful to you and dr mary for being a part of it so it's fantastically big this year with about 45 people involved and you know, I'm very passionate about making this available to as many people as possible. So I have the summit free for the long weekend. So day one is available for 24 hours on the 28th of May, day two on the 29th, day three on the 30th. There are some panel discussions, a women's health panel discussion with the women from the Nutrition Network Plus, we have a men's health panel. Plus, there's cooking demonstrations. There is mobility, pain-free mobility ideas. We have a mindfulness practitioner. All those added extras are available across the three days. So they will become available on the 28th and you'll have three days to view those. However, I do know that the anxiety around having only a certain time to watch something can be real. (laughs) (laughs) So because obviously this is costing me money to put together, you know, with my time and everything else, there is an option to buy the summit. And if you do purchase the summit, it is $59 or you can pay over two payments and it, uh, you know, on the 28th you get everything. To watch and it's guaranteed for a minimum of three years um, and also with that you get mm, 13 bonus interviews that I have done with some pretty amazing people who wanted to be a part of the summit weren't able to put a, together a presentation so I have done some interviews with you know um, Dr Peter Bruckner, Ben Bickman, a few people who were very quite well known in the space and some people who aren't but who are doing amazing work around health and women's health. So they are for people who do purchase the summit. 
Well, Chase, I'm going to tell you, it's a total bargain, like $59 for all those people, access for three years, watch it whenever you want, re-watch it if you want to, you know, have your family around for family movie night. It's totally, (laughs) (laughs) if you still want to have friends. They'll be coming. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but an absolute wealth of information and whole lots of different streams. So I think that sounds great. So if people want to purchase the summit or sign up for it, where, where do they go? Uh, so they can just go to my website or I will give you a link to Lucy. Yep. We'll definitely link it in the show notes. Um, if you click on the link, it will take you to the free access version, which you can sign up for. If you decide you want to purchase it, there is a link from that where you can purchase it. If you buy it before the 28th, I've got a little competition to win one of five copies of Peter Bruckner's Fat Lot of Good Book. So there is little incentives, but, you know, I have people even now still purchasing last year's summit. It's still available. It will always be available because this knowledge is just, it's timeless. As you know, Lucy, you know, it's not just about the food. And, you know, I think even more this year, there is a very holistic approach And there is really something for everybody, whether you are new, you know, I'm very, very keen to try and keep things open for people curious enough to take some first steps to try something new. But there's also, you know, definitely for people who have been in the space a long time, there'll be something new for them as well. But also for practitioners, you know, I have a lot of practitioners signed up and I really would love male practitioners to sign up and watch it and really learn from so many amazing female practitioners. Health from a female perspective, it's, it's, yeah, there's a lot, a lot, isn't there, that we can learn around that. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Well, darling, I am super excited about the summit. I can't wait to um, send you over my presentation. I know Mary's already done (laughs) hers, so she'll be sending hers through. So that'll be exciting. And I look forward to the weekend. So lovely listeners, if you do want to have a look at the summit, I would strongly recommend it. And just go to Tracy's website, which is tracymcbeath.com.au and head over and find out all the information there. Uh, Next week, I think I'll be back with Mary. So I look forward to having a chat with the lovely Dr. Mary and we will see you all next week. So my lovely listeners, that ends this episode of Real Health and Weight Loss. I'm Dr. Lucy Burns. And I'm Dr. Mary Barson. We're from Real Life Medicine. To contact us, please visit rlmedicine.com. And until next time, thanks thanks for for listening. listening.